and welcome to Viz, the podcast and show where the power of human connection and the age of information is the real driver behind our content. To sum us up, we two curious journalists discuss very important stuff, also the initials of Viz, with interesting people. We get up close and personal with each other and with what we're discussing to give you, our listeners, the power to make positive change through knowledge about different topics. I'm Star. And I'm Izzy. And this week we're talking about women in the wild. It's our second episode in a series, in our series on women. And yeah, we're just going to be looking at nature, reconnecting with nature and how women are starting to reclaim the wild spaces that are all around us. So last week we kind of talked about connecting with our bodies in a physical way and reacquainting ourselves with ourselves. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can uh, check out uh, previous episodes uh, of the show. Um, And now this week we wanted to look at the theme of women in the wild because such an important part of who we are as human beings, not just women, is to do with how we connect with our surroundings. I'm a big believer in that. I totally agree as well. And um, we've been, we've got some really interesting guests on to speak today who have got a lot of experience in nature, either in education or experiencing nature at its fullest. So we're really excited mm. about that. So yeah, definitely stay tuned. Mm, definitely. So we wanted to kick off the show um, with talking about one particular way of getting in touch with nature and that is by going out on a nice long walk every day but have you ever done it naked (laughs) so that's what that's right that's what we're talking about we're talking about the phenomenon of naturist walking that is currently sweeping the uk so you might be listening in thinking hang on this that is sounding potentially illegal um but (laughs) fear not we're gonna we're gonna explain what it is so what is naturist walking well quite simply walking whilst naked in nature and here's a statement from the women in naturism on what it's a women in naturism uh, campaign so there's a british uh naturism um kind of foundation and organization and then there's a separate campaign called women in naturism and here's a statement from them on what they hope to achieve by walking naked so they say they want to help more women discover the life-affirming exhilarating feelings of social nudity and great community and social life that accompanies them they want to create a network of naturist women who can keep the profile of naturism high in the media, be advocates amongst women's groups, organise and host events, be a contact point for newcomers and more. They also want to improve the awareness of the negative effects of societal pressure on women to conform to a particular type of body, shape or appearance. Um, They also want to help the men in the naturism organisation to show the benefits to the women in their life and provide mutual support to help women be happier and more confident about their bodies. So, you know, I think there's a lot in there. Um, um, I particularly like the um, what what they say about um, kind of giving women more confidence mm. in their bodies as well. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's so important. It's something again that we talked about on the show last week, but that isn't necessarily something that I would have thought of. No, um, but as, it is. Hmm. It, there is this um, kind of 
like we were talking about last week, like in our society, we're not renowned for being very good at talking about nakedness and, and about our bodies. Mm. Uh, like even at the beginning of your conversation, you said naked and I did a little giggle. And it was like, yeah, yeah. Is that is that, you know, yeah. that prudeness that we've just grown, we've mm. accumulated as a society. And actually, I think being a bit more open about being naked would, would help sort of um, ease that taboo a bit. Um, yeah. Mm. Mm, definitely and I think also I, I there was a there was a point in there about um men and I think also um it's something that we've been talking about um is this thing of women just reclaiming the wild and the outdoors as a space for women not mm. just for men because I think maybe traditional portrayals of the outdoors have been you know kind of male that it's a man's man's domain which yeah is just not true i mean on a side note when i was younger i actually went to scouts and i was always a bit of a tomboy but you know i was still really girly and i went to scouts mm. because we were in the modern age and you as a girl you are allowed to go to scouts i tried brownies and i hated it um so i went there and do you know what i was being, <laughs> the boys would go out they'd like learn how to hunt and do stuff like that like whittlewood and whatever and sometimes they'd be doing really cool things that i wanted to join in with and i would have to sit back at the camp and make bracelets and i was fuming that's ridiculous <laughs> this is it that so, makes me so angry i mean this yeah. was when i was about this is probably about uh over 10 years ago now so I think that scouts has probably come a bit of a way in that time but yeah the the traditions in the scouts which is it's just like an organization that celebrates the outdoors uh they were so male and it was so annoying and it's like this is this is that idea that women are now coming back into nature and and Mm, they are reclaiming mm. these spaces and and things like that are gonna be you know they're not gonna happen anymore We also wanted to talk about, so uh, a lot of you probably thinking, well, isn't walking naked in public illegal? Well, there is a lot on this, but um, naturism and public nudity is not actually a criminal offence. It's not law, it's not an like it's not outlawed um there have however been a lot of instances where nudists and naturists have had to face up to the authorities often on unfair terms because of confusion and ambiguousness surrounding the laws on this matter um and the women in naturism campaign is actually one that is trying to um sort of bring more understanding into it on these laws and relaxing laws mm. and on nudity in these public spaces. <clears throat> so um, I just thought I'd outline some of the stuff that they recommend and that, and that some of their guidelines um, if you did want to go and be be naked outdoors. So it says in, uh, um, in their guidelines that nudity is legal in a much wider set of circumstances than is sometimes assumed. And according to the Director of Public Prosecution, prosecution guidance on nudity and public of september 2013 to the crown prosecution service a balance needs to be struck between the naturist's right to freedom of expression and the right of the wider public to be protected from harassment alarm and distress so basically it's only illegal to be naked in public if the person naked is doing it with the intention or the outcome of causing significant harassment alarm or distress so now it has to be noted here as well 
that it can't just be that a member of public so for example if you were in the middle of the woods nobody else was there and you were naked and a member of the public happened to be happened to walk past and was a little bit shocked but carried on um that wouldn't that would be fine but if they were significantly distressed or outraged because you were shouting or you were doing something really awful because and you were trying to cause some sort of abuse on their part then you would have breached the laws so it's kind of common sense but it is worth checking out all of the guidelines and all of the laws around it if it is something that you did want to practice um and they also recommend that people shouldn't should not practice naturism or nudism in places where vulnerable people are likely to be and that's obviously a a kind of a no-brainer as well um now if you want to do a little bit more research into this as i've said it's definitely wise to before you go out and do it um then i would recommend visiting the women in naturism campaigns website which you can find at www.bn.org.uk forward slash campaigning forward slash women in naturism and they have their own legal guidelines for scotland england wales and northern ireland that you can download and read um and just find out a bit more about it basically Mm. well yeah thanks for enlightening us on that is um i don't know how you feel about being naked or any instances when you can think of being naked um in the wild but the one that springs to mind for me is skinny dipping Mm. and um you know i have been naked swimming a a couple of times um and um i think for me personally it's you don't think that it's going to be that much different um but it's really different um yeah when you when you actually do do go without without anything on um I'm just remembering a funny occasion where I must have been like mid-teens maybe and uh, one of my best friends and I um you know our two families were up um in the middle of the moor on Dartmoor in Devon and there's this big river and no one else around and it must have been in the summertime and we decided my friend and I kind of wandered off from our families having a picnic and uh we decided that we wanted to go swimming but we hadn't brought our swimming costumes so we thought oh you know we'll just go for a quick skinny dip (laughs) anyway (laughs) got in the river i kid you not like a you know you know those kind of like walking tours that um, retired couples go on (laughs) i kid you not like two minute like probably less 30 seconds later this whole coach load of like a walking tour filled filled with like retired couples and everything just rocked up on the opposite side of the bank of the river um and were just you know admiring the river and the view and i i don't know if anyone's ever you know been in water on dartmoor but it is freezing the, the the river water is freezing so we were submerged obviously because we didn't want them to see <laughs> that we were naked also because you really care about that stuff when you're you when know you're in your mid-teens <laughs> exactly so we were shouting to our mums mums mum can give us our towels get our towels get, get us something get us <laughs> anyway um uh, our our mums found it so funny that they were actually paralysed with laughter and 
they didn't come and help they couldn't come and help us or like give us anything for like a good couple minutes anyway so that's you know a completely you know uh, off off track anecdote but you know that's kind of one of my only experiences of being um, oh that's naked so funny in nature. oh my goodness so um yeah, not well, always the best experience. But what 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 about you? Well, <laughs> what about you is? Well, do you know what? I'm actually I actually love being naked outside. Mm. I feel pretty comfortable doing it. I've done it with my friends a lot. I've um I go to the nudist beach sometimes back home and and also in Cornwall sometimes. Um mm. I once went there on my own, which was an experience. Ooh. It was a bit weird because that I don't know if you've ever been to a nudist beach, but it's yeah. predom- it's predominantly old men. And yeah. when you're a 19-year-old yeah. female, you do attract mm-hmm. some attention that you don't necessarily want. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was a bit strange that time. But do you know what? I'll never miss a chance to get in the sea naked. Um, if I can, mm. if it's appropriate, I will do it. And I'm also really lucky because a lot of my friends feel comfortable doing it as well. So when we go, mm. when we go places, like I went on a bike tour of the Isle of Wight not long ago, and we camped at this really remote spot. And like as soon as we turned up, me and my two friends, we just stripped down and just got straight in the sea, like no talking. Mm. There was no agreement made. It was just like it just felt normal, you know. And mm. it's really, really reassuring because it makes me kind of feel a really deep connection with them like normally you can Mm. only feel comfortable being naked with yourself but when you feel comfortable Mm. being naked with other people it shows that your friendship is actually on a really deep level you know um Mm, and you don't really yeah you don't mind exposing parts of yourself that make you vulnerable to them and I think there's a beauty Mm. in that so yeah Mm. I really do see a lot of value in being naked outdoors and I love it and Mm. I will recommend it to Mm. anybody um just give it a go mm. on a nudist beach one day and see how you feel. Mm. <laughs> it is amazing, yeah. I mean, I've had, you know, very similar experiences with my friends as well. And it is, it's such a bonding thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Even though it's, even though it's an, un, you kind of, an unspoken bonding thing. It's kind mm. of, yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly there. But I think it, and it's such an amazing way, yeah, just to build connection with yourself, with others, with your surroundings. So yeah, I'll definitely second this in saying that it's definitely something worth trying. Now, that leads us quite nicely onto who our first guest for today is. Now, she holds a title, it's safe to say, that very few other people can claim to have. She was born and raised in St Ives and she says that she has a true connection to the sea. In her early adult years, she decided to move to London, attracted to the big city life, thinking it was like totally her thing. But it turned out that it really wasn't. And after some personal struggles, she returned to Cornwall, um, a move which she describes as a life-saving decision. After she had reconnected with her home county and the ocean, she realised just how much she loved the sea. And one day she was out paddleboarding, watching the sunset, and she said she experienced this really magical moment and just thought, hang on, how much more magical would this be if a mermaid appeared by her like by my side and so this is this is when her quest to become a mermaid began she bought a mermaid tail from america and now she can be seen gliding through the water along different parts of the cornish coast on different days um as a mermaid Amazing. i know Amazing. um she's she's 
gained quite the following on her Twitter account, which is at St. Ives Mermaid. And she'll sometimes post on there saying, I'm going to be on this beach today or whatever. And she'll beach herself as a mermaid. And she, um, yeah, she's become this kind of ethereal presence in Cornwall. But she also swims naked regularly at different naturist spots along the coast and documents this as well. Um, so we thought it would be really interesting to get her perspective on on this kind of thing. She says that the sea saved her and that she feels like it's a part of her. So it's exactly the kind of thing that we're talking about in this show is talking about how nature can can like give us something back and and, and mm. make us realise something more about ourselves. So, yeah, um, here is Laura. Why did I want to become a mermaid? Um, it was quite by accident, um, although I, you know really genuinely thought I was a mermaid when I was a child and um, I'd never considered becoming one in inverted commas <laughs> as an adult um in 2015 I moved back to my hometown of St Ives after becoming quite tattered and torn whilst living in London um city life just wasn't compatible um with me uh, I started swimming in the sea fairly regularly and I fell in love with being in the water again um as a result, I became fascinated with being underwater and invested in my first underwater camera. I started wearing dresses and taking all sorts of props in the water with me. And it was this kind of creative exploration that led to me investing in a mermaid tail. I mean, what could be more fun than swimming as a mermaid in the beautiful Cornish Sea? And capturing it on camera. Um, that's my idea of fun anyway. <laughs> Why do I love to swim naked? Um... I love to swim naked because of how it feels. Um, any sort of fabric, even a tiny weenie bikini, acts as a barrier to the, the flow and feeling of water on your skin. Um, when you're naked, um, it feels as if you just simply melt into the water and become a part of it. Um, it there are quite a few actual studies that suggest our body craves being exposed to the elements and the fact we cover them with clothing dis disconnects us from nature essentially um i mean i certainly don't identify as a naturist but i do adore being naked in water because i really feel like it connects me with the element that i have such a strong and and emotional bond with when I do swim naked, um, it's it's in very private kind of off-grid swimming locations. Um, and the benefits, I would say, are especially my relationship with my body. You know, when you're naked, you're very exposed. So I've really developed more of an appreciation of my body and an understanding of my body. It's It's brought me a lot of respect for it. Whereas, you know, in today's society, sadly, we can be very down and negative towards our bodies. So it's made me very grateful for what I have. Um, you get a good dose of vitamin D when you've got all your skin exposed, you know, don't stay out in the sun too long, etc. But yeah, you know, it's a really good mood booster. And it's quite thrilling in a way, you know, even if you're somewhere private. <laughs> it, getting naked is just not something we do, is it? <laughs> So yeah, it's um it's it's just a lot of fun. Um, you know, if you just do it somewhere safe and respectful of other people, that's that's the main thing. So it's about time for a song now, and my choice for this week um is called Naked As We Came. Um so you know, part of the reason is in the title, as I'm sure you can um hear. Um, but there's many reasons why I wanted to 
choose this song today and um, it's from a beautiful singer songwriter called sam beam uh whose music i absolutely adore and he um writes under the name of iron and wine and the song is really about the realization that we ultimately die in a later rest and um, in the same naked exposed way as when we came into the world both metaphorically and physically now even though it is kind of about death it's not a sad song at all and i think it really alludes to that feeling of connectivity between our bodies and our surroundings which we've been uh, talking about throughout the show so um it's a short one, but it's a sweet one, um, and I'll let the music speak for itself. So it's from uh, the Iron and Wines album, Our Endless Number- Numbered Days. Here it is, Naked As We Came. you've just tuned in you're listening to viz on source fm with star and izzy and this week we've been talking about women in the wild uh, now our second guest for this week is wild and full of wonder and wisdom uh, she's a qualified science and psychology specialist uh, her work has helped loads of vulnerable people realize their worth she's passionate about harnessing the power of being of being active in nature and using it as a tool to improve emotional literacy, which includes self-awareness, motivation, self-regulation, empathy, and social skills, 
particularly in vulnerable groups and people with learning or special additional needs. Uh, she takes a holistic approach to teaching, ideas which were founded in her work as a forest school teacher. She went on to set up Wild Wonder and Wisdom, a community interest company which offers outdoor activities, retreats and education to people. She now uses her skills and knowledge to help people from all walks of life, young and old, connect with nature, try new things and generally just have a good time in the outdoors. So we are so delighted to welcome and have Kathy King with us today. So without further ado, hello. So hello, Kathy. We thought we'd just start off by asking what inspired you to start your women's retreats. Ah, right. Okay. Well, Wild Wonder Wonder and Wisdom um, has been a CIC for just over, oh, just coming up to our first year, actually, which is very exciting. On the uh, 6th of March, we will be our first year of being a CIC. Um, So that's community interest companies that we're a social enterprise trying to deliver um, or facilitate outdoor education uh, or outdoor learning experiences for for young people. Um, Initially, it was to kind of to try and help those who were um, neat. I don't know if you guys have heard of NEAT so it's kind of not in education employment and training Mm. so there's a a large group of um, young people who are you know out of school out of out of services if you like Um, and we were hoping to try and do an outdoor education facility really wild camp adventures we were calling it where we would basically try and um, get people out and about and uh, improve emotional literacy Um, so basically that was what Wild Wonder and Wisdom was set up for but we wanted to become um, a bit more financially sustainable, if you like. Mm. Um, so we decided to um, put together, me and a couple of friends, have put together a, a women's retreat offer, which basically um, is available for uh, paying customers. So um, women from any backgrounds, you know, um, all walks of life to kind of come and join us. And we're, we'll treat you to a nice weekend of, you know, having uh, nice, not pampered, but kind of having a nice time, a break away from it for a couple of days. Um, and we will do kind of lots of different outdoor activities. So we do kayaking and supping and sea swimming and running and outdoor yoga. And we stay at a place in Mevagissi called um, the old parsonage. My friend there, Isabel, she's uh, she's uh, an awesome hostess with the mostess. And uh, she kind of uh, has got a lovely place mm-hmm. that we stay. Um, and then I've also got a friend called Adele who works for um, More to See Food Company who does all out gorgeous food. So we've only actually run one of our retreats so far, um, but it was a lovely experience for those who came. We got some really nice feedback. Um, and obviously, unfortunately, COVID got in the way of us uh, <laughs> running any others, which is a bit of a pain. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, it's very frustrating. But um, but yeah, we are excited about like the prospect of kind of running more. Um, and the aim of the game really is that it's a bit like the... Um, Robin Hood, you know, it's that kind of, uh, we, we offer it to people who are able to pay and then 20% of uh, their ticket price, if you like, or 20% of the profits um, go back into World Wandering Wisdom so that we can provide similar opportunities for, for young women who are, are not so able to, to pay and those who kind of need that emotional uh, support. Yeah. 
what a fabulous uh what a fabulous project that's such a nice idea i know that a lot of women who who don't who who can't afford to to, to do things for themselves that would just be such an incredible experience um and and you know the outdoors is almost like a quite a male realm and it has been traditionally quite a male realm so what do you think are the benefits that women get from being in touch with the outdoors going on these kinds of retreats and stuff I totally hear what you're saying about the the male realm. I mm. mean, um, just going back to like, I, I'm a teacher by trade, a science teacher actually by trade, um, but fairly recently ended up going, you know, retraining if you like. Education, full-time teaching wasn't for me anymore. So I decided to uh, retrain as an outdoor instructor. And in t- it, precisely what you're saying, that it's very male dominated realm um, and different approaches sometimes to how kind of outdoor education can be delivered. So uh, there is a, a historic kind of testosterone type, um, you know, driver for, for a lot of yeah. outdoor instructors. Not all, not all, I'm not saying all, but um, there is, and it is very noticeable. And I'm very much of the opinion that you can come at it from a completely more nurturing approach. So my my vibe has always been the kind of, you know, the nurture, the kind of building people up, the building the confidence, building the social skills, building the empathy, you know, really yeah. coming at it from that point of view, um, not knocking people down. You know, you don't have to if somebody's finding it difficult to do something new, you don't want to laugh at them if they if they struggle. Do you know what I mean? That's not that's not ever mm. helpful and useful, I don't think. So it's it's a much nicer to kind of, you know, provide that supportive environment where we can we can encourage young women or anybody actually to, to you know to try new things and to yeah to provide them in that to provide them that kind of environment where they feel confident enough to take risks yeah mm, I think it's so important for women to just get out there and and feel comfortable doing something that they they might not have tried before yeah definitely um, I don't know. But then, then the the nurture side of it is important. But you also mentioned like the nature, like the connectivity with nature. Yeah. Um. I think. I mean, it's just essential for all of us, really. I mean that, and being on the water or in the water is like the perfect place, really, to 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 find that connectivity. I mean, my my outdoor education life, if you like, started with forest schools, actually. So kind of taking small groups of young people out into the woods and doing kind of bushcraft and forest school and outdoor cooking and stuff like that. And there's a definite, there's a definite awesome vibe from that as well, the kind of the green spaces. Um, But since moving down to Cornwall, the blue spaces are also incredibly important to me. So it's just nice to be able to provide people with the opportunities to, to engage with those spaces. Yeah. I bet Mm. it's so rewarding. Oh, it's especially with people like, um, the the needs that you're talking about and young people who haven't who are who are struggling like that sometimes it's just needed that connection to something something bigger than themselves yeah and what's important Mm. as well I think is that you know outdoor outdoor instructors or outdoor activities don't have to be something that you're awesome at it can just be something that you enjoy and that's definitely you know a place that I'm feeling quite um you know empowered about really is the fact that we want to provide opportunities to people to try and we want to uh, provide opportunities to people just to have a go and have fun. So it's not about kind of, you know, I'm going to become the next superwoman kind of kayak (laughs) master. It's just, you know, if Mm. you enjoy it and you get the right kind of, kind of the right vibe from it, then that's, that's all it needs to be. Yeah. Mm. 
And what really strikes me as well is um, just um, I liked what you, what you said um, there, Kathy, about not needing to be amazing at it. Um, yes. And actually, it's something that you do for yourself. And I think there's such a correlation between um, connection with our surroundings and connection with ourselves. And actually, um, I think, you know, our relationship with nature that kind of physical uh relationship you know as women you know generally speaking we're you know women are are feelers and if something feels good that's that's the only reason anyone should need to do it I think agreed but then I find also though that I don't know if it's just my upbringing or, or the type of person that I am but there's always been that kind of not competitiveness necessarily but I started running mm. for example really late I started running I was 25 before I started running um mm. and I always kind of it's something that has always been important to me for like my mental health and kind of helping me to problem solve and stuff but I've always yeah. been so critical of myself as to yes. how long I yeah. can go or how far I can go or how fast I can go and and it's only recently I mean goodness I'm I'm turning 42 this year um but it's been only fairly recently that it's I've tried to train my brain to kind of to not give myself so much grief yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and just gosh. to kind of just do it because I enjoy it and so yesterday yeah. for example I did a I did just a 3k it was a trail run it was in the you know muddy muddy down by the river it was lovely really, really nice run but it was only 3k and by the time I finished I was like oh I should probably go and do some more or something or <laughs> yeah it was enough it was enough to kind of get out there it was cold obviously um it was mm-hmm. nice to be in nature and it was a bit late anyway and it was just like actually no this is cool I'm sitting by the river and I was like this is enough this is Amazing. and that's what it's about it's about trying to allow ourselves isn't it to yeah. kind of yeah. to just enjoy what it is that we're doing rather than trying to achieve particular goals or target yeah. yeah it's that cliche it's... living in the moment just living yeah the moment. I was gonna I was gonna say such a challenge really, though yeah really about being in the moment but I think that that is what kind of um the great outdoors does ask us to do in a way isn't it because you know you can't even just just in terms of like the weather you know I sometimes you know I think oh you know I'm gonna go on a big two-hour stomp along the coastline and or you know even further or or whatnot but then you go out and actually it's icy cold yes freezing (laughs) freezing rain and there's something to be said for that though though you know it is amazing it is amazing but you know sometimes I think oh gosh been 40 minutes and I think I actually quite that's, want to go, that's go enough, home yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly but, but there um... is something to be said for that as well the kind of being out in all seasons and uh, I ran a project in the summer which was uh, with a, a group of young women I, most of them from Bodmin area actually um but I was picking them up from Bodmin and taking them to various places <laughs> around St Austell so planning wasn't great but anyway next time I'll, I'll plan it a bit better but um we mm. we did some woodland activities we did some um outdoor um yoga in the woods we did uh cycling Amazing. and there was but the weather was never I mean for goodness sake it was summer but you know this is Cornwall um yeah we didn't really always get the weather that we were hoping for but the girls loved it anyway so mm. there was one particular session that we were supposed to do a walk up on um, Bodmin Moor 
Um, and it was like torrential, proper stormy, thunder, lightning, the works. Um, and I kind of got in touch with everybody in the morning and said, well, you know, what do you want to do? I'm not going to take you to the moor, but we could go somewhere like Goliatha Falls. You know, we can go and have a little, you know, walk about there instead. And um, I said, well, we can rearrange. And I was fully expecting mm. most of the girls to kind of, this is like, it's like testing your preconceptions really, or misconceptions as the case may be. I was fully expecting the girls to say, oh yeah, no, I don't fancy it. But like five out of six of the girls said, no, let's do it anyway. And I was like, whoa. Amazing. That's brilliant. And we got wet to our pants. Do you know, it was proper, <laughs> yeah. properly wet. Sometimes there's nothing <laughs> better. Sometimes but everybody had better. a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds amazing i want to do that, I want to do that. <laughs> it was good it was really good great place to go if you haven't been already goliath falls yeah yeah um so our kind of we, we we kind of um covered you know a lot of it um but our kind of our last question before before your song choice um is just in terms of you know looking into the future what's your what's your vision for wild wonder and wisdom in terms of what it offers well at the minute we are running a uh, we called it a this girl can club um which is funded by the national lottery community fund um but our funding is coming to an end in march but obviously we've been kind of riddled with issues because of covid and lockdown yeah. and it's supposed to be a group we're supposed to be trying to kind of like create a uh, a community like a an empowering girls community that's what that's what we're trying to achieve but obviously we're having to uh, re- revisit it and we are now currently offering it on a one-to-one basis so I've got some awesome um, collaborative uh, outdoor instructors so we've got cyclists we've got um, well, various we've got um, can I say names am I allowed to do that yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah I've got um, Emma from uh, It's All About the Bike, and then I've got Angie and her son Harvey from uh, For Real Fitness Studios in St. Austell. And I've also got mm. um, Sophie um, from Bodmin Yoga. Um, and we're basically putting together this program where we're offering these one to one hours for, for girls at the moment. Um, and I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get back into um, delivering groups again. But in the meantime, we're going to have a sponsored event on the uh, 21st of March where we're going to get all of our girls to do like a massive online um, activity uh, session where hopefully everybody's going to get sponsored some some pennies so that we can launch a crowdfunding campaign. And then once on the back of the crowdfunding campaign, we're hoping to run this This Girl Can Club like throughout the year. So we'll be able to do kind of different activities as the seasons change, obviously. We have to go indoors a bit in the winter, but um, it's an after-school club. So obviously darkness and coldness in the winter causes us to not necessarily be able to be out on the water. Um, Yeah. But um, so that's one project that I'm working on. I've just been today, actually, it's very exciting. I've just received a a mini grant, a thousand pounds from Sport Relief and Ground Funds, uh, sorry, Groundworks, which is the Tesco's... um, bags for life people mm-hmm. um, they've given us a thousand pounds to do um, another uh, outdoor adventure club but more localized to port mellon um and Mevagissi area so that's exciting news and then the aim of the game really is to kind of start getting these women's retreats back on the road again because it is so lovely to be able to offer this kind of fun adventure type stuff to kind of women of my own age really and mm. you know and younger just to get everybody out and about and you know enjoying what Cornwall's got to offer so 
we're working to try and get those back to everybody but in the meantime yeah. I think it's just going to be um projects you know basically I, I know that I've also had on um on Facebook yesterday one of my uh one of the mums from the local school suggested you know well what about a, a this boy can it's like well yeah you know what I totally hear you you know we're doing a lot of women's projects at the minute and the boys are also suffering because of covid and kind of lockdown and you know mm. yeah as long as as long as there's kind of funders out there who were who were willing to kind of <laughs> part with their cash for these for these projects then you know they're all equally valid so who knows where we're going yeah. with it but basically there's there's a lot yeah. There's a lot that's hopefully going to happen over the next couple of years, at least. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so um, much there. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. exciting. Um, now, on our sh- on Viz, on our radio show, we do like to get to know our guests a little bit personally as well. And we asked you to, to um, get, choose a song. And I was yes. just wondering if you'd like to introduce it to our listeners. Okay, um, it's probably not the type of song that you guys were expecting me to say, but um, anyway, <laughs> I, I quite like kind of dancey, get up and go type music, and this song is particularly like I love it. It really gets me up, really gets me kind of singing along and stomping around with the kids. Um, it's called Giant, and it's by uh, Calvin ha- Harris and Rag and Bone Man, and I love like what it's trying to say. It's about kind of you know spotting and noticing people who are um, struggling, you know, emotionally, and it's about kind of picking those people up and then in return those people then helping helping others you know and kind of you know mm. I can't remember the lyrics now but you know standing on shoulders and stuff like that it's just kind of boosting each other up what it was. I saw the pills on your table for your unrequited love I would be nothing Without you holding me up Now I'm strong enough for both of us Both of us, both of us, both of us I am a giant Stand up on my shoulders Tell me what you see Cause I am a giant We'll be breaking borders Underneath our feet
Gonna shake all the way in the dirt under me, yeah. Gonna shake all the way in the dirt under me, yeah. Gonna shake all the way in the dirt, yeah. Gonna shake all the way in the dirt, yeah. Gonna shake all the way in the dirt, yeah. Gonna shake all the way in the dirt, yeah. That's exactly the kinds of song choices we love to have on Yay. our show because yeah. it tells us something about what you care about and, and the, you know the kind of things that you like to like to dance to and listen to which is yeah. really nice and I'm sure our listeners will love to dance to it as well so thank you we're for just that. hoping that very soon we'll be able to dance together on the beach or dance yeah oh, yes. Amazing. something like that I'm yes. so looking forward to that aren't we yes. all God. aren't we all God. Yeah. <laughs> Now, did you want to sum up Star? Did you want to? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, we just, you know, we've kind of covered loads of different topics, you know, what, what you're, what you're up to and what your vision is and everything like that. Um, but we just kind of wanted to hear from you. Um, did you have like a, a lasting message for our listeners, particularly, and um, maybe any women uh, who are listening in, obviously you said, you know, um, you really want kind of women in your age group to kind of get involved um, when things are back up and running properly. Um, yeah, so we just kind of wanted to hear a lasting message, particularly about women and yeah. how we can connect with the outdoors and, and, and what, what's your kind of, yeah, your I think it's. on that? It's very easy to get kind of trapped in the in the roles that we have to play. So it's it's very easy to get for me, for you know, well, for lots of people, is you get trapped in the role of being the mum or trapped in the role of being the you know the 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 wife or the girlfriend or the whatever it is that you're kind of the roles that you have to play. And I think it's so important to kind of take that time to to be you and to play i mean for goodness sake mm. we, we we want our children to play but actually it's just mm. as important for for grown-ups to play and definitely for yes. women to play and we need yes. that time to just get out there you know even if it's rubbish weather just get out there go for a walk take yourself down to wherever your local kind of water waterways are get that nature fix and then you know trying all these activities um, I mean, I absolutely love supping. Supping is just awesome. There's something very special about <laughs> it. Um, it's that you're going the pe- the same pace as nature. Um, you don't make too much sounds. Something quite nice about that. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Do whatever it is that you connect with, whether it's the water or running in the woods or or whatever. Just get out there and do it, and you know, make sure that you take that time to 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 just be really and to 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 well yeah to play and to all the things that we don't give ourselves time to do basically and the older I get mm. the more important it is so do it <laughs> 
<laughs> amazing amazing thank you for that message i think that is such a positive one to end on yeah Fab. definitely oh it was so great to have kathy on the show she's just such mm. she's just like a like a ray of sunshine and she just she seems like she just wants people to just have a good time and and realize mm. that they can you know mm-hmm. and what i love about her is that um her passion for her work and what she does just shines through as she's talking and you know we do try on this show to get people on as guests who are really passionate about what they do so yeah it was great to have great to have her on and have her input yeah now you're listening to viz with star and izzy on source fm if you've just tuned in and today uh, we've been talking about women in the wild and reconnecting with nature and we've been speaking to people who spend a lot of time outside and outdoor educators. Now it's time for another song, and this one is my choice. It's about um, it's called Spirit Bird by Xavier Rudd, and it the in symbolism the Spirit Bird represents freedom, elevation, and enlightenment. Something which I come I think comes from a deep connection with the outdoors. Um, birds also represent kind of a connection to nature and I just think that this song is really fitting because it illuminates how we have become quite distant from our surroundings to the point that we are destroying nature with little fear of the repercussions, sort of a sign of how our egos have gotten in the way of our lives and um, this is kind of calling to our ancestors and their ways of life and how they might have been a bit more in tune with nature. So this is Spirit Bird by Xavier Rudd off of his studio album of the same name from Slowly 
she knows she is Seen this all before she is Seen this all before she is Spirit bird, she creaks and groans She knows she is Seen this all before she is Seen this all before
give it time and we wonder why Do what we can, laugh and we cry And we sleep in your dust because we've seen this all before Mm, what a beautiful song. And I think that it actually leads on really well to the blurt of the week, which is my turn this week. And it's a very short blurt of the week, but it's a beautiful one. Um, and it's a um, poem that my housemate actually came in and gave me as a gift. It's by Emily Dickinson and it's called Dawn. So I'll just read that for you now. And I think it's a really beautiful way to end the show, especially after that beautiful song as well um so it says when night is almost done and sunrise grows so near that we can touch the spaces it's time to smooth the hair and get the dimples ready and wonder we could care for that old faded midnight that frightened but an hour so that's my blurt for the week. I just thought it was a really beautiful little It's poem. so beautiful. And I, <laughs> the line about the dimple, say it again. And get the dimples ready. Just makes and me what... just makes me smile. Mm. Just that one line. And it's I, amazing, oh, isn't it? so lovely. Yeah. yeah, I love it so much. Now, guys, if you want to get in touch with us, please do. Um, email or message us on social media any questions or queries you have any feedback or anything you'd like to hear more of we are also open to topic suggestions for later shows and if you'd like to be on and have a chat with us do let us know if you didn't hear if um, you don't know our email address it's the viz show the vis show at gmail.com and our social media handle is at the viz show on facebook instagram and twitter so yeah please do get in touch we're really really keen to interact with you guys Mm -hmm. and next week we're carrying on our series on women and we are talking about women in the world of performing arts we've got a show packed full of industry guests and interesting conversations about creativity the stage and female performance we'll be hearing from young women just starting out on their journey and renowned industry professionals alike so this really won't be one to miss guys you've got to join us next week and you can join us here next friday at 3 p.m on source fm thank you so much for joining us this week we've been viz vis-a-vis star and izzy and we'll see you next week Music.